From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University, this is The Scene, the show that captures live music right from our own backyards and brings it straight to you. I'm your host, Liam Van Overwall, and this week we're going to be switching it up and doing a producer's choice episode where we talk to all of The Scene's engineers and producers as we look back and take a listen to some of our favorite performances from season 12 so far. So to kick it off, let's introduce our other producers. Hi, I'm Jacob Holtzman. I am a senior TCOM audio production major with a minor in music recording, and this is my second year here at The Scene. Hi, I'm Paul Butler. I'm a junior music media production major, um, and this is my second year with The Scene. Hi, I'm Abby Bache. I am a senior music media production major with a minor in Foundations of Business Management, and I have been with The Scene for about six months now. And once again, my name is Liam Van Overwall, and I'm a senior Department of Media audio production student with a minor in music recording. And I've been with the scene for about six months as well. Now let's get started with the music as we listen to a favorite, brought to you by our producer and engineer, Paul Butler. This is Scott Greeson and Trouble with Monday, here on the scene from IPR. So here we go, if I had a train, Did you 
sweet i really enjoyed that actually it's getting a lot of like bon jovi vi vibes from that yeah dead or alive vibes nice. absolutely dead absolutely mm-hmm yeah yeah. The saxophone really surprised me, but I thought it actually sounded so cool, especially in the part where like the saxophone came in, but there was also kind of a guitar solo going on on the side. Like that really that did it for me. I, this group really surprised me cuz I kind of thought I probably shouldn't have just judged right away, but I was like, "Oh, it's just going to be like some group that just like plays just like jams together and it's going to be like whatever." But they had some at least this is an original, at least I'm pretty darn sure but this one was really cool because i liked their um how they kind of made it sound like there actually was a train with um that like kind of guitar um but i don't know what they were really doing but um it, i don't know it just really it kind of sounded neat and there was nice blending across the the vocals and yeah that saxophone was really ripping it but yeah it was easy to listen to but it was also interesting like i continuously wanted to listen 
So Scott Greason and Trouble with Monday is a seven-piece Midwest-based Americana band, which has an electric guitar, saxophone, bass guitar, keyboard, drums, accordion, and acoustic guitar with uh, lead and background vocals. And their songs, especially like this one, have a lot of like storytelling elements with like Americana influences from... On their website specifically, they had said Lady Antebellum, John Mellencamp, Little Big Town. Uh, I forgot the other one. And yeah, they they were. This was from the Weebache Music Festival, and yeah, it was at one of the side stages. It was yeah, it was really fun to listen to. So Scott Greason and Trouble with Monday can be found at www.scottgreasonmusic.com. Next up, we're going to be listening to the Jeff Anderson Trio which was picked by our engineer-producer, Jacob Holtzman. Let's give the Jeff Anderson Trio a listen, here on IPR's The Scene. Say what you don't know the words to say How do you play when you don't know the rules of the game What do you do when all of your hope goes away How do you sleep when you walk on your feet night and day You try You get by never lost Sometimes there's just a heavy cause mm-hmm. I'll take mine same as you I know we'll always make it through Ooh. Like we always do We've seen Times like this before We hope there's not much more We stand Holding hand in hand Until we see the plan Knowing sometimes We don't understand How do you say what you don't know the words to say? This life is on loan and I've but a dime to pay Our spirits are free, they're oh so lighter than air Here on the ground we all have a cross to bear I know when it's time to go Then it's time to go Thank God for every day I had a chance to play 
Share some love, see this is how I pray Was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, agreed. Very nice um, mix, Jacob. Well, hold on. I did not mix that one. Okay. That was one that um, Jeff just sent to me. Okay. Oh, Abigail's like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> mix that. Well, I, was about to, I was definitely gonna ask, like, where did you record like, this? Like, this sounds <laughs> incredible. No, so that that was a studio. That was a studio mix that Jeff sent me that we um talked about over the summer but that song gives me goosebumps every time i listen to it and i think it's just a good song has a good melody and that thing's got like three different melodies going at the same time that are all rock solid just like surrounding your head yeah i very Mm -hmm. much felt that um liam he originally what uh he was a he grew up a guitar player and then for later in life actually studied classical guitar and mm-hmm. so a lot of his folk style is based on that classical counterpoint style and i really think that shines through in this song yeah oh definitely um you can really hear that at certainly in the right hand technique yeah yeah and then i just think the lyrics of this song are really pretty and it's just it's one of my favorite songs he did and i was just really happy to get to showcase it absolutely it gives me vibes of like when you're watching a movie and it's summertime in the movie and they're everybody's super happy and they're driving down in their little pickup truck in the country roads and you can see the cornfields everywhere and the windows are down and they're all like yeah life everything's good and that's what i was feeling so that was nice as it snowed today again right right nice to live summer for a minute almost summer for a minute yeah well thanks for sharing that with us jacob that was a that was a special one um i actually got to hear him perform this live too it it was just as good um i prefer i i think the studio version shines through a little more just because you kind of lose some of those nuances in a live setting but yeah i just i think liam kind of spoke it really just kind of like wraps around you it's like a warm blanket definitely well if you would like to learn more about jeff anderson you can find them at jma-music.com and for those of you that don't know this was jeff anderson um he was featured on the first episode of this season i did a mainstays episode with him because the season before, I had talked with him, and I wanted to do an interview with him over the summer just to kind of catch up and see how, like, COVID had affected some of um, his work, and we talked for, like, two hours, and it was just a really awesome conversation about um, growing up, playing, and being a musician in Indiana, and it's 
easily one of my favorite episodes I've ever gotten to do and getting to showcase songs like this helps out immensely. Let's go ahead and see what our other engineer producer, Abigail Bache, has been listening to this season. Here's a performance by the Tucker Brothers here on the scene for my PR.
I for one can say that I actually do have the studio version of that song on my playlist. Oh, and how does it how does so how does the studio version compare in your opinion, Liam, to the Oh to this? Oh, they're great. I mean obviously you've got the studio versus the live sound, but you uh you always got a mixed bag with these guys. I mean it's always it's always great, but you, you know, with jazz you never know what you're gonna get. But these guys are so good. I mean, it's always it's always fresh and interesting, no doubt, which I, I, I just love. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Jacob, what are you uh, on? Conti- well, I was about to tell you, and then you interrupted me, but... <laughs> I mean, continuing our conversation about melody, that song, I think... Um, has a really cool melody and just that interplay between the guitar and saxophone i i don't think that song could be could or would be the same without that i think it's so essential to it and um just good orchestration it's always it's good orchestration is like i mean you could go back to hocktail with that is like orchestration is the first part of the mixing process and if a band gets that down it makes mixing so much easier and Mm -hmm. it just it's killer when you sometimes you know sorry i'm going on a rant sometimes you'll um you'll mix and you won't realize that Mm -hmm. um but then when you mix a band that has good orchestration you'll be like oh that that's how this is and it's just like it's like the curtain gets lifted and it's so awesome to be able to do and there's so many bands around um indiana that do have good orchestration Mm -hmm. definitely yeah and well yeah like you were saying like this was the tucker brothers were incredibly easy to mix like all of their pieces were it was not difficult at all i didn't it was mostly just like bringing up levels for solos, making sure you could hear everything featured over the rest of the the quartet. But yeah, no, it was, they're a really, really solid group. And you can see them all around Indianapolis year round. I wish we had like, um, you know, like how YouTube videos have like the like wall thing at the beginning. Like it's mm-hmm. just like when you click on a video, like it's like, um, yeah. What's that called? Like, like the thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail. Yeah, our episodes need that. Like, and it's just especially the. Yeah, yeah. Can we make a YouTube cut of this? <laughs> that sounds good. Up next, I've got a tune for you guys from this season that I just can't seem to get out of my head. Here's Jamber Fox here on the scene from IPR. Variety 
I'm a sucker for lap steel. So anything that has lap steel is automatically going to have a place in my heart. Um, but the playoff between the lap steel and the electric guitar was pretty cool at points. It was kind of almost discordant at a little at a couple areas, but it really fit what was going on. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but just a really cool um, sound and space. It was a really, really cool environment to see these guys rock out. Um, and I mean, after this event, I can remember just having some of these songs, even just after one time hearing them um, in passing, being stuck in my head and uh, going and going back and listening to some of their studio stuff was was really great, a really great experience. But the some of the live performances of, of these songs that we captured, at, especially at this event, were just like had this extra energy and extra oomph. And um, I think this song was a really good, mm-hmm. good uh, showcase of that. Live music's where it's at. Yes, indeed. Which event was, was that this? Any? This was the Wide-Eyed Music Festival at uh, Black Circle Brewery in downtown Indy that we went to this past this past summer in 2021. Very fun. Yeah, no, that was great. If you'd like to learn more about the band, you can find more about Jambre Fox at facebook.com slash That's facebook.com slash J-O-M-B-E-R-F-O-X. We're going to take a short break. But stay tuned, because we've got plenty more favorite picks from our show's engineer and producers up here next on the scene from Indiana Public Radio. Welcome back to the scene from Indiana Public Radio. To continue our season's producer's choice episode, we're going to be checking back in with Paul Butler to see what other tunes they've got for us. This is Shoot Down the Sun, here on the scene from IPR. Again, after. 
After I tried so hard to forget you After I lied so hard to myself Will I always be this forgotten book sitting on this dusty shelf? To get distracted It's immature I get it What I said to you I meant it And I'm sorry So sorry myself I was winning but that wasn't how it turned out to be I haven't been myself recently but I'm still trying to figure out who that is I try to act normal normally but what's the use since you've been his Tend to 
expected It's immature It's immature And I get it I'd said it to you Awesome. I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Was that recorded live, Paul? That was so that was actually recorded um in the studios last year. That was like the first time I ever had recorded in Studio One. So like I uh wanted to do something kinda I don't know, I just wanted to try something out. And Chris is like, we got our band. I was like, all right. So we had a mainstays where we had Shoot Down the Sun come in with the former producer engineer, Christopher Golab. Um, he had his band come in and um, we did an interview. And then we just did a few. They, we, they did like 12 songs, I think. They did like a bunch, but it was a lot of fun. Um, those, a lot of them were from their newer album and some of them were like from their older stuff so it was kind of just like a nice um uh cluster of songs and yeah it was a pop punk bass band you know from muncie and they were all students from ball state and they were all in the interview we kind of talked about a bit more but um they're all like non-music majors like ones like architecture business something else um it was really cool just to hear like all where they got their inspiration from um and they say that they have roots from blink 182 of course and like airborne toxic event and uh bayside so it's just like i really liked you know just their pop punk sounds i had never really done anything with a band like that so yeah well paul one thing i wanted to ask you was what did you do with the guitar because the mic it sounded yeah. like it was all room tone but i thought it fit the production pretty well yeah so that was something that i why is my camera off <laughs> um so that, <laughs> that was something where like i mic'd it i did a uh, i think it was a roar r121 and i did a i think it was an md421 on top and then i realized i added a lot of reverb to it so it very much sounded like a dark room tone and like listening back is like uh, i kind of wish i had not put as much reverb but like yeah it does kind of fit the sound of it so i really just like i added a lot of reverb to it to kind of just make it more ambient and floaty because all the other tracks um on their well from that uh recording process was like very in your face like very loud and punchy did, so. so by you saying you added reverb did you put the reverb um, of plugins directly on the track. <laughs> I wonder what I did. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. Because, um, it, well, j like, if they're a send, you can record with reverb, and the reverb won't actually be tracked. Like, it won't destructively... It won't be destructively recorded. 
Like you can yeah, then so go back later and turn it off. So that's why I was Okay. I know I know for sure. I just recorded it or um just raw as it as it was. Like I had just uh I don't even think I really put it through anything because I was just like, I'm just gonna make sure I got signal and go for it. I think that was all like a post production um decision. Um I don't remember if it was a scent. I think honestly my mixing's gotten better <laughs> since then. So like I I probably put it right on the track to be honest. Well, I think but, it still worked out. I think it really fit the vibe yeah. of the piece. Shoot Down the Sun can be found at at Shoot Down the Sun on Instagram and on their website, shootdownthesun.com. Now let's get back to our engineer producer, Jacob Holtzman, with another one of his top picks from this season. This is Hocktail here on the scene for my PR.
Jordan Tice playing the guitar for you. That was a tune called Padiddle. Heck yeah. Yeah, I mean, I joked that, like, this is um, my favorite mix I've done, but honestly, I think part of the reason it's my favorite mix is um, it was so easy to mix because of the quality of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really easy to get a good mix when you have good musicians, and their talent is just... Um, out of this world and I'm really excited for my episode with them to come out because of just how much fun I had um, mixing this and kind of talking with them about the mixing process too because I had a little input with them and yeah I mean it's so dynamic too their their ability to mix mix themselves even I mean and there's that middle section where the bass has a solo I was about to mention that it transitions to violin and if you are not paying really close attention you don't notice that it happens at least i feel like i was (laughs) listening to that exact same spot that you were talking about yeah um yeah i just think it's really cool what they do what they brought to the table yeah i was gonna say like um going to that that festival and like seeing them on that stage was that during the day it wasn't like nighttime was it yeah so um this but. was this was the Weebache music festival which is out of all the festivals we have showcased um not to play favorites but everything that i think has come from Weebache has been awesome um but yeah that was during the middle of the day at Weebache. and originally because me and you were kind of running between stages it wasn't yeah. going to get grabbed. Um, and then I heard them play their first song, and I was like, oh, I got to get down. I, like, get I, I have to go get this because it was so it was so good, and I'm really glad that we were able to catch them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the, the mix itself, like, I, in, in the moment, I was kind of forgetting that it was live, and I was like, oh, like, this was still a live performance. Um, do you remember for the the bass like how do you, i i've never mic'd or worked with anything with like um a, a live upright bass but was that like a do they plug in and then they also have something for like the frets so the bass was i think like for the bass and the violin um or the fiddle i guess in this case it's not really played as a violin um they were both p um piezo pickups so they were down Mm. by the bridge um however for the bass i remember specifically there was this piezo that i was mixing and then there was a room mic that was basically only picking up the bass and so i mixed those two together to get the bass sound okay because i was going to say like it really um it at least from what i've done in the past like it it was kind of hard to like blend both those two together and that's in a studio setting. So like, I can't even necessarily imagine like a live setting, but as you said, like the musicians were so, you know, um, on top of their stuff that, you know, it wasn't that bad to mix them together, but yeah. But yeah, so, um, this is Hocktail. They are a bluegrass band from Tennessee 
And it's kind of funny that we listen to Padiddle because if you want to find out more about them, you can go to padiddlerecords.com, which is their record label. And so that is P-A-D-I-D-D-L-E records.com. Coming up next is another song I picked from this season that I hope you all enjoy as much as I did. Once again, here's Jean Fox here on the scene from IPR.
What'd you guys definitely, think of that one? Definitely a jam. Like on the scale of vibes, bops, and jams, definitely a jam. Very much so agreed. This brings up many questions, though. Of okay, so explain this scale to me. <laughs> so well, so you have vibes, you have bops, you have jams. And then you you can say bangers is its own category too. I like to advocate for bangers being the fourth category, but those are the songs. That's what songs are. That's music. So, but so like tier list, like no, it's not tiered like, at all. Like, it's okay, just okay, like okay. okay. I just want that's to just what you have. that's okay, no yeah okay, not yeah. tiered at all. That's just what you got to work okay. with. And right now we're working with the jam for sure. All right, we're working with a jam. Okay, so working with that jam did. Did you put any effects on the guitar? Um, very lightly. Um, so I definitely that, did no. with the slide guitar because that was just um, a direct input. The, the reason I was wondering about the delay is because that has a giant country feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very much a, like... 50s oil can like like a tap like a tap delay tap yeah, sure um and so that was but then the rest of the song really isn't country and so it was a really cool marriage of the two i thought that's really what has i think caught my ear when listening to these guys they can go from a really cool like pretty much uh, almost solely like organic at least to me organic and you know new fresh sound merging that alternative indie rock sound with that country just drive that they seem to uh you know have in a lot of these these songs which i think works so well and um is one of my favorite things that i've gotten to work with so far this season if you'd like to learn more about the band you can find more about genre fox at facebook.com slash that's facebook.com slash J-O-M-B-E-R-F-O-X. And finally, last but not least, will be played out by another one of our engineer producers, Abigail Bates picks. Let's enjoy the end of this producer's choice episode with some more jazz from the Tucker Brothers, here on the scene from IPR. Thank you. 
That concludes this week's Producer's Choice episode here on The Scene. A big thanks to all the bands and venues featured here in this episode. Major support for The Scene comes from Ball State, Ball State's music media production program, our underwriters, and listeners like you who support their local public radio stations. Our show is produced entirely by Ball State students. Paul Butler, Abigail Bache, Jacob Holtzman, and myself for the show's producers and engineers. Gabe Poiz, our booking and communications coordinator. This episode was produced by me, your host, Liam Vanoverwall. To find out more about the bands and venues we feature here on the scene, visit our website at indianapublicradio.org the scene, where you can learn more about the program and listen to our episode archive. Again, that's indianapublicradio.org the scene. Also, if you'd like to keep up with what we're up to next, follow our Facebook page. Just search for The Scene from Indiana Public Radio. And find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at the scene on IPR. We're also on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you find your podcasts. Give The Scene from Indiana Public Radio a search and add us to your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for being with us. There's plenty of new music still to come. So join us again next time to hear what's happening here on The Scene from Indiana Public Radio.